This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 118 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello. In this episode, we'll be going over the recent post on Battlefront 2's website regarding future content and progression changes. Let's get started. Before we get started with uh, the main topic of this episode, I want to announce... Some things happening for the podcast soon. In uh, February, we are planning our daily episode run. We've got all of the episode topics out for that. Could change in the future depending on if we get a new update. But we've got enough topics and guests lined up for two weeks of daily episodes. So hopefully we'll be able to go through on that. We're definitely going to be able to do one week of episodes and we'll see... uh, and respond to the feedback on that, see if that's something that we want to keep on doing, and then if you do like that, let us know, and we could continue it even longer into the month. Around that time, also, we'll be doing a giveaway. We're uh, partnering with a Star Wars subscription box company, uh, Utini, a bunch of cool people working on that, and giving away some boxes with some Star Wars book content. Awesome stuff like that. But we'll get into more details regarding that as we get closer to the daily episode schedule. It's not far away. Now, though, let's get into the recent post. This was posted on the 24th, so four days ago. We got this really, really good post. I'm glad to see that they've got more communication happening and that they're opening up, they're using the channels that they have for uh, that kind of thing. Really glad that the the devs have been responding to more questions and posting things like this. Uh, would I really hope that they keep this up because this is something that Battlefront Two needs desperately, especially among all of the things that have been in the news regarding Battlefront Two. Yeah, because the Star Wars Battlefront Two Thousand Fifteen, I mean, it did have updates, but it wasn't as touched wasn't as touched on as much as this one. Like, they're having frequent uh, posts saying that they are listening to the community and trying to add and improve the game. Which is something that we all want to see. Now let's get into the actual post itself. It's been an eventful few months for Star Wars fans, hasn't it? Star Wars The Last Jedi swept into theaters, and millions of players lived out their Star Wars fantasies in Star Wars Battlefront 2. With the release of The Last Jedi season, the Resistance's brave freedom fighters and the First Order's imposing stormtroopers engaged in desperate showdowns on crate over 156 million times, while X-Wings and TIE fighters chase each other through the skies above Dakar. Together, you completed over 10 million quests for your factions. 58% of you chose to join Captain Phasma in the First Order, while 42% fought alongside Finn and the Resistance. That's a pretty that's a pretty close margin on those uh, percentages. I would have expected the First Order to be to greatly outnumber the Resistance. Yeah, because usually the dark side, as a faction, is more popular in video games. To be honest. I want to be evil and destroy the world. 
And I personally think Finn was the better hero in the DLC. Oh, definitely. definitely. So I think that w- had to do with more going to the resistance side. Definitely. Um, I've been having a lot of fun playing alongside, alongside Finn and the resistance. My uh, my rebel boys and girls, all out there fighting alongside Captain Finn. I'd like to take this moment to reach out to all of you wonderful people who helped me fight the evil of the First Order and Captain Phasma, who's a crap character. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's go on uh, and to quote Luke Skywalker on the salt-covered plains of Crate. Salty. The war is just beginning. The most recent update added Aiden's TIE LN fighter as a hero starfighter and incorporated the crate map into blast mode. The next few months are packed with massive additions to Star Wars Battlefront 2. Number one, they're working on a revamped progression system. Your feedback has been essential here, and we are preparing significant changes to progression that will address many of the things we've seen players asking for. We'll be sharing more details about these changes in March. It seems like they're doing a lot more in-depth research into exactly what the progression need, uh, progression system needs changed. So it's going to be another month, two months. Yeah, it's not going to be like in the 1st of March because they say they're going to be sharing details in March. Yeah, so it could be even longer. Maybe in April we may see some actual actual integrations with these changes yes the progression system is very lacking right now it's very confusing and it doesn't work at all to be honest i mean battlefront 2015's progression system was on point you know it felt rewarding when you got to rank 50 but now it's just like okay i reach another rank yeah the rank system itself doesn't seem i don't feel it adds anything to the game though i love the i like the the actual upgrading of the star cards and having that max rank class and that kind of thing. I really enjoy that aspect of the game, but it still needs a lot of changes. The progression system is just terrible right now. Uh, Integrating it with the loot crate system is not a good idea for EA right off the bat. So hopefully they do the right things and they push the right aspects that we actually want to see in the progression system. A lot of times developers will hear all of these different voices coming at them and they will choose... Certain things, just because the majority is saying it, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes the majority doesn't really understand what needs to be changed. So they should actually, what I would really want them to look into is what ultimately is a big problem. They've, they've, they know that the progression system is a problem, but they, what I really think that why they're taking so long is they're trying to nail exactly what is wrong with the progression system and i i personally feel it's the the tying it in with the loot crates and having the crafting parts being so sp- sparingly given to the player yeah so what kind of crapped them up was they based the entire progression system on the loot crates from the start and they were forced to remove those because it was making players more salty than they, they didn't the remove- planes of crate <laughs> They didn't remove the loot crates. They removed the purchasing of loot crates through crystals yes. with real money. I mean, you can still get the crates through like daily logins or, you know, crafting them. But, you know, the pay to win aspect is removed and it was kind of based on that a little bit. 
and the crate system isn't too strong currently so they might need to work on that as well yeah i think what they should in my opinion i am not a developer i have looked into development and that kind of thing so i have a a broad understanding of what goes into development but i don't do it day to day but what i would like to see is customization now they said i've gone back and forth about customization we are getting different aspects so if you play certain classes you get to be certain ranking of the the clone troopers and that kind of thing but what i like to see is each day you can log in and get smaller cosmetic things all canon uh, depending on what's going on in the fandom right now because th- that's uh, Blake Jorgensen the COO CFO or CEO of EA was saying that that's the biggest thing holding them back is that they want it to be quote-unquote canon no pink Darth Vader's which immediately spawned people to make skins of Darth Vader in the game so don't know if that's an up or down for the game but I think if they more focus on that and then change the progression system to where yes you can either purchase crafting parts with credits that you earn in game or B you could tie it to how well you play in the game. Yeah the loot crate should stay cosmetic as you like to say. I mean, just having the star cards being earned in that system is kind of limiting for the game. Yeah. Expand the the emotes. Make more emotes, emotes that you can have in the loot crate system or skins. Maybe you can have exclusive skins like, we'll get into this in a second, exclusive timed game modes. I think that's a perfect time to talk about. Number two thing that they've announced in this post, a game mode called Jetpack Cargo is coming in February. Two teams of eight players equipped with jetpacks compete in Jetpack Cargo, a frantic, fast-paced way to play. This mode will only be available for a limited time, so don't miss it. So that's interesting. So they're adding a game mode that's only going to be available for a certain amount of time. Yes. So, you know, games like Overwatch and Fortnite, like that, they have seasonal kind of cosmetic changes. Yeah, cosmetic, but this is... Interesting, because this is adding a game mode, but it'll only be available for a certain amount of time, and hashtag Cargo Players Matter lives on. It's Jetpack Cargo. I th- what I really think they're trying to do is seeing how fans would react to this kind of thing, so in the future, in between the big seasons and that kind of thing, we get these timed timed game modes. So maybe in between each season, we'll have a timed game mode and that kind of thing. Or maybe they're just testing the waters to see if this this type of game mode would be well received. But what I find interesting is that they'll they're putting all of this effort into a game mode that will only be available for a limited time. I don't see the advantage of doing that. I mean, it will draw some players in that would normally play without it because oh look, there's a new game mode that's only going to be available for a short amount of time. So I'm going to hop in and play it. And then they might get drawn into Battlefront and then start playing it more often. Yeah, I can see that happening where it's a push to have people play the game more consistently. But then after the the game mode leaves... Cargo dies. Yeah. What would be interesting to do is if they keep on adding these 
game modes, but they have a circulation of game modes. So maybe one month Jetpack Cargo's in the queue of game modes while Blast is out of there. So that kind of gives you some extra flavor. So you can play Jetpack Cargo, and the next month Blast will come back and take Jetpack Cargo's place. Kind of do it like that. Yeah, I hope they, if they do it, do this often to where at the end of the lifespan of Battlefront or this game and further in the future, they can have a little arcade loop that can you can go through all of the timed game modes and play them. So tying it into arcade as well. Yeah. Because arcade kind of has a jetpack cargo. It doesn't have an, an objective. I meant as a multiplayer aspect. It's kind of like a little arcade mix to where it's all randomly shuffled of the short, you know, lived game modes. So kind of like the playlist in Battlefront 2015. Yeah. And if you're if you're new to the Battlefront franchise, this is yeah, one of your first episodes. First of all, welcome to the podcast. And then two, in Battlefront 2015, they had playlists set up for smaller game modes, the bigger game modes, and then each DLC. So you could do the 12-player game mode, and it just goes 12 players. Those all the game modes that you're going to be playing are 12 players. So if you if you all you want to do is play the small game modes, that's all you'll be playing. And now the next thing they teased, quote, a new season is coming. We've learned a lot from the first season of content for Star Wars Battlefront 2, and we're integrating those insights into our plans moving forward. We know you're waiting for details on what's coming in the next season, and we'll have more to tell you soon. Our goal has always been to create the best possible experience, taking into account the feedback of our fans to continue to evolve and grow Star Wars Battlefront 2. First of all, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to break down what soon can be and speculate on what we would like to see in another season. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. A new season is coming soon. 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 Yeah, so they're teasing a new season. Don't really have much details on it, but... You mean no details? No details on it. (laughs) So the first season right off the bat was the Force, you know, the new extended trilogy. So they could be coming in reverse, going to the original trilogy, you know, going reverse... On us. I think since the Clone Wars and that era of content has been so popular with fans, I've heard on a couple podcasts and YouTube channels that Battlefront 2's actually made me care about the prequels more than the prequels made me care about them. So people are much more interested in see what the prequels can bring to Battlefront 2 than I think they expected. Yeah, just because of the popularity, I think it's going to be the next season. And we still don't know the formula for the seasons right now. Yeah, we only have one to go off of, and that's not even enough to actually base off, oh, this is this is what's happening 
for the future of uh, the content in Battlefront 2. So we still don't know if it's going to be the same formula where, you know, two, a hero and a villain, a map, a space map, and then that's it. Like, it's it's a good formula for, you know, frequent seasons. Yeah. But they could still make a giant map pack, and then the next season they could just do a hero pack. Yeah, we don't know their plans for it at all. Like, like you were just saying, it would be awesome just to be have a map pack where it just comes out with maps or it comes out with a game mode with maps set around a certain era of Star Wars. Like, that would be really... I would really like to see that. Yeah, and... The reason they started out with the Force, I mean, the uh, Last Jedi DLC is because the movie was coming out and it worked out well. I was hoping for the Clone Wars era right off the bat. I mean, because right now we have a good balance of every era and we had a little too much original trilogy in the previous game, I think. So I think they're going to hold off on that and go explore something new. Mostly prequel stuff because they have the prequels has infinite content they could go off of. You've got the the prequel movies themselves. You've got all of the comics around those that era. Yeah, the TV shows. Then you've got the TV show. The TV show itself has so much content that you can base it off of, and it's all canon. Exactly. So what I w- I would like to see is one Obi Wan and then two General Grievous. Like I would love to see those two because that I think that would be a perfect. And then it comes in with a Utapel map. Exactly. Like, I would love to see that focus on there. Comes with rideable lizard things. <laughs> I forgot their name. <laughs> a rideable boga. Um, that would be awesome. And another thing that they could add is General Grievous's uh, spinny thing. <laughs> His spinny thing. <laughs> Ever- <laughs> this is the Wikipedia with Sage and Sam. Yes. Those space lizards and those spinny things. I wrote a script with the speeder thing. It's got a bunch of letters and numbers in it, so Yeah. It's it's General Grievous's um Spinny thing. It's General Grievous's little uh uni- unicycle. <laughs> I I just got an image of General Grievous's like General Grievous riding two unicycles. You know what we're talking about. Yes. Y- you know what we're talking about. But that would be awesome to tied around that because I think a lot of fans are hungry for Obi-Wan I know I'm I'm starving for General Grievous and if you're going to add General Grievous you've got to add Obi-Wan Kenobi hello there and then add some taunts for Obi-Wan oh yes and they already have dynamic dialogue for the heroes and villains so that would be just so much fun if Obi-Wan comes around and he's like hello there and then, Ob- and then uh, General Grievous is just like Uber One Kenobi. Hello there. General Kenobi. Because uh, Obi-Wan has so many Obi-Wan liners. <laughs> Obi-Wan, li- Obi-Wan liners. <laughs> but I think that would be a perfect area and era of Star Wars that they could expand on, especially in the content area. I mean... They've got so much to go off of just on the movies, there's the TV show, there are the comics, all of these things that they could tie into the inspiration of these characters and the worlds and the settings that they have. And I think that would be the perfect opportunity to add something new in a season. Yeah, I just want them to expand the game modes they already have as well. What would be really cool is like if they if they add just 
the new game mode and the maps, and then they have a challenge for the heroes. Yeah, I was disappointed that the Last Jedi DLC didn't really have a game mode to add, because Galactic Assault, it does change through era. Yeah, it, it's like they added a new game mode. It's like, but it's, you know, it's kind of the same gameplay aspect. It's not like they added Jetpack Cargo to it. Yeah, because we have, you know, like four game modes right now. I think five if you count the, uh, no, I think it's four. It's five. Yeah, it's five counting the Starfighter, which I don't play. You need to play more of that. It's it's a solid experience. They could they could have added they could have released that as their own game, and I think like title it Rogue Squadron, and it would have been it would have sold millions. Yeah, but I did like how they kind of added the campaign expansion with the DLC. Yeah, I, I think that kind of compensated. Another, yeah, if they do have another sequel trilogy content era, I would really like to see another expansion of Inferno Squad. Uh, there's so much that they can add with for the ex- the continuation of that story and expand kind of the time frame between what happened with the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. Uh, in between that era, I would think that would be a perfect opportunity for a campaign if they pace it pace it well one of the things that walt william uh one of the writers of battlefront 2 did a thread on twitter was how they cut different scenes for the game that really explained and bridged the gap for the time jump in the campaign and i think that would have really helped with the suddenness of the time change because that time jump just it really threw me off. But I think that's it for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. It's a little bit shorter, but we will be bringing even more content for daily episodes. We've got all those planned out, some really cool topics, and some guests that we want to have on. So definitely prepare for that. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. Our YouTube channel is the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Battlefront Podcast or by PayPal. Give us whatever you feel we uh, have earned through doing the podcast. If we bring you content that you enjoy and you have some extra uh, change or money lying around, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, We're trying to bring you the best content possible and having the incentive and the ability to upgrade our setup as much as we can. Uh, This new podcast studio was was brought to you by you, really. Yeah, and you can use the link paypal.me slash tideyesheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. If you don't have anything you can give us, but would like to support the show anyway, it's no shame in doing that, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We've got 50 reviews on iTunes. Oh my gosh. We barely missed our goal for last year, but let's aim for like 60 or 70 by the end of the year i think we can really hit that really enjoying the reviews it helps us out very much you can also uh, suggest topics through our email twitter our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and you can also join our discord we've got our podcast schedule there we have a lot of fun talking about news it's uh we break news there we have a lot of awesome people there so if you like star wars battlefront 2 and like cool people check out the link in the description for our discord you can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. Also trying to get uh, our podcast to do uh, Spotify. So let's hope that goes through. But as always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you.